I'll see you next time. See ya. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Tom Warden. Top stories. Faulty doors have caused major disruption and delays on the Chunwan line. The financial secretary warns that the city's fiscal deficit is likely to top $100 billion. And the Democrats retain control of the U.S. Senate as a so-called red wave fails to materialize. Several doors have come off an MTR train, prompting an evacuation which has left at least one passenger injured. The incident has caused major disruption to the Chunwan line. Tom McClendon has details. Passengers say two sets of doors of a train bound for Central were damaged. Images from the scene show several doors that appear to have either come off entirely or are hanging off. Police say they received reports at around 9.30am of smoke coming from the doors of a train as it pulled into Yamate Station. Officers say a 78-year-old woman suffered abrasions during an evacuation and was taken to hospital. Firefighters and MTR engineers have been sent to the scene. Services between Liking and Jordan have been suspended with replacement buses laid on and trains are running less frequently than usual on other parts of the Chinwan line. Financial Secretary Paul Chan has expressed reservations about Hong Kong's economic outlook after the government cut its GDP forecast this year and confirmed that the economy shrank by 4.5% year-on-year for the third quarter. Speaking on a radio program, the finance chief says Hong Kong's economy is being hit by a range of factors, including falling export volumes and rising U.S. interest rates. He added that the city's fiscal deficit is expected to top $100 billion. Hong Kong will see a fiscal deficit of over $100 billion for this financial year. There are a few reasons, including poor market conditions, shrinking corporate profits tax, relatively quiet stock and property markets, and less revenue from stamp duties. So a fiscal deficit is inevitable. The Democrats have kept control of the U.S. Senate after holding the state of Nevada. Their candidate, Catherine Cortez Masto, defeated Adam Laxalt, who was endorsed by Donald Trump. The BBC's David Willis has more. This is a remarkable achievement by Joe Biden's party, not only given his low approval rating, but the fact that inflation in this country is currently at a more than 40-year high. Projections suggest that Catherine Cortes Masto, who six years ago became the first Latina to be elected to the U.S. Senate, has defeated the Donald Trump-endorsed Republican candidate Adam Laxalt in the tightly fought seat of Nevada to retain her party's slender majority in the upper house house. Even more remarkable, it appears, is the Democrats' performance in elections to the House of Representatives. Republicans still appear on course to gain the majority there, but by a considerably reduced margin than many had previously predicted. The White House says President Biden has accepted the resignation of the U.S. official in charge of border security. The announcement comes just a day after Chris Magnus had stated that he would not step down. The BBC's Kat Wiener reports. Chris Magnus had held the post of Customs and Border Protection Commissioner for less than a year. During that time, the number of illegal crossings at the US-Mexico border reached a record high. On Friday, he said he'd been asked to resign or face a sack and that he had lost the confidence of the Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas. High immigration rates have been a favourite line of attack on the Biden administration by Republicans, who threatened to impeach Mr Mayorkas if they took control of the House of Representatives following the midterm elections. In a statement, the White House thanked Mr Magnus for his 40 years of service within law enforcement. 
Aviation officials in the United States have launched an investigation after two Second World War airplanes collided and crashed at an air show in Texas. Footage shows the smaller King Cobra flying into the back of a B-17 flying fortress at low altitude, slicing it in half. A fireball can be seen as the damaged aircraft hits the ground. Chris Kratovil was at the air show with his 12-year-old daughter when the crash happened. The Dallas police estimated the crowd was between five and 6,000 people, and I have never seen a crowd grow more quiet or more still in just the blink of an eye. It went from being a fairly excited, energetic crowd with patriotic music playing to complete silence in stillness. And a lot of people, including myself, turned their children towards them and away from the airfield because there was burning wreckage in the middle of the airfield. And the weather mainly fine and hot, with visibility rather low in some areas. The outlook, sunny periods in the next few days, but cloudier one or two rain patches. It's 29 degrees, humidity 68%, yellow fire danger warning is in effect. You're listening to RTHK, the time is five minutes past one. For the first time in three years, wreath layers were able to go up at the Cenotaph without restrictions for the remembrance ceremony in Central. Today's representatives included 98-year-old John T. Seward, who's been a regular visitor to Hong Kong in recent years, attending remembrance ceremonies. A D-Day veteran, Mr. Seward, steered the U.S. destroyer, the USS Satterley, off Omaha Beach during the Allied invasion of Normandy, northern France, to break Germany's Atlantic Wall on June 6, 1944, and for 30 days afterwards. He has been awarded the French Legion of Honor, among other medals. The collapsed cryptocurrency exchange, FTX, says it's investigating a series of unauthorized transactions which were made as the company declared bankruptcy. Analysts say more than 200 million U.S. dollars of assets were withdrawn in a day. The firm filed for bankruptcy protection in the U.S. yesterday. Arsenal's lead at the top of the Premier League table in England stands at five points after what was a very good Saturday for them. There were 2-0 winners at now bottom club Wolves in the late kickoff. Both goals coming from Martin Odegaard. Earlier, Manchester City suffered a shock 2-1 loss at the Etihad Stadium, losing to Brentford. Both Brentford goals came from Ivan Toney, a player overlooked by England for the World Cup. The winner was deep into added time. The Brentford boss, Thomas Frank, was stunned by his side's win at the Champions. As a single result, it's maybe the biggest result in uh, club history. Going here against maybe the best team in the world, full strength they came with. We missed four or five of our starting lineup, and then fully deserve winning. Everton manager Frank Lampard called his side's performance unacceptable in losing 3-0 at Bournemouth. With defeat in the League Cup in midweek, Lampard has seen his side concede seven goals in two matches against the same opponent. Nothing was good enough from us. So they had more desire on the pitch than than our players. We made mistakes that their players didn't make. And you're going to lose games in a prem like that. Leicester City beat West Ham 2-0 away. Nottingham Forest got a 1-0 win against Crystal Palace to move off the foot of the table. In Germany's Bundesliga, Bayern Munich made it six straight wins, this time 2-0 at bottom club Schalke, to open up a six-point lead at the top of the table. In Italy, Napoli are now 14 games unbeaten and 11 points clear in the Series A title after race after beating Udinese 3-2. Lazio and AC Milan play on Sunday. Lens have cut the gap on French league leaders Paris Saint-Germain to two points after their 2-1 success at home to Clermont. No shocks in the latest games in the first round games played in Spain's Copa del Rey. 
Samoa will face Australia for the Men's Rugby League World Cup. Samoa beat hosts England 27-26 with a golden point in extra time of the semi-final. It's the first time Samoa have made the World Cup final, something that fills their captain, Junior Paolo, with pride. There's a lot of people that are praying for us all around the world. This one's for them, I believe. We've been playing through their prayers and blessings over the past couple of weeks and I think we don't owe it to ourselves but we owe it to the people of Samoa. In the men's autumn rugby union internationals, Italy beat Australia for the first time in their history. Italy defeated the Wallabies by 28 points to 27 in Florence. France edged out South Africa by 30 points to 26. The NFL's head of Europe, Brett Gosper, has claimed they could have sold out the first regular season match in Germany more than 40 times over. Today, the Seattle Seahawks face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Alliance Arena. It's the first match to be played in Europe outside the United Kingdom. There were 800,000 people in the ticketing queue and the analytics says that if we'd have had enough seats, we could have sold 3 million tickets, which obviously wasn't wow. possible, but nice to know there's such great demand in, in Germany. This is actually the first uh, new market in, for a regular season game since Canada in 2008, so a decade since we've uh, done something completely different. And uh, yeah, it, a historic day, but also in an amazing stadium. The Allianz, which is uh, the home of Bayern Munich. To the NBA now, and the Brooklyn Nets beat the Los Angeles Clippers 110-95 for their fourth NBA victory in the five games since Kyrie Irving was suspended. Star guard Irving was suspended for at least five games by the Nets. To the end of the news, the top stories once again. The financial secretary warns that the city's fiscal deficit is likely to top $100 billion. Faulty doors have caused major disruption and delays on the Chunwan line. And the Democrats retain control of the U.S. Senate. The news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RTHK Radio 3. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. Value. And a new experience. Yeah, 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 yeah.